Hello everyone, Pete Chianka here from Blogness on the Edge of Town, the Bruce Springsteen News Blog, and welcome to the Bruce Springsteen Pollcast. As you know, every month we poll the readers of Blogness on the Edge of Town with a Springsteen-related question, and we reveal the results first right here before going into a little more detail on the blog itself. So this month we decided to do something a little different. Instead of asking about Bruce's music, we thought we'd ask about something a little less universally respected, shall I say, uh, his album covers. Now, you know, the word iconic gets thrown around a lot. You know, like, can an Ariana Grande video really be considered iconic? My daughter thinks so. Um, I'm not so sure. Uh, But there is no denying that certain Springsteen covers qualify as iconic. And certain others, uh, not so much. In fact, I'm sure there were a few that Bruce would take back if he could at this stage of the game. But the important question is, what do you think? Which were the album covers that meant something to you and that really stand out in his discography, as they say, over the last 40-some-odd years? So we're going to go through the top 10. And with no further ado, here's number 10. That's right, it's Tunnel of Love with that famous Annie Leibovitz photograph featuring, yes, a bolo tie. I think that's, when that album came out in 1987, that sound you heard was everybody saying, what the heck is going on with the bolo tie? Although arguably an improvement over the bandana that he had been wearing for the Born in the USA uh, period just before that. Um, And you gotta admit, that's one darn nice car he's leaning on. That got 41 votes to finish in... 10th place. Now, let's go on to number 9. The Wild, The Innocent, and The East Street Shuffle, Bruce's second album. And I guess you would call that uh, an extreme close-up by photographer David Garr. Um, you could count the little individual hairs in his mustache, I think, if you uh, really look closely. And I'm, I'm not sure. He seems a little concerned that something's going on with his lip there, like he's got something on there he's got to get off. But it's definitely of the period. If you flip it over, that shot of him and his band of the time, barefoot and in various stages of undress, really says early 70s to me. But anyway, this one got 44 votes to finish in ninth place. So let's go on to number eight. We go down. Yep, it's another very close-up shot, The River, 1980s double album uh, by Frank Stefanko. And uh, what I really love about The River front more than that photo of Bruce is the font. And if you'll recall from the 2016 River tour, sort of River Revisited, that font got quite a workout for publicity materials for that tour. But it was very effective, and this album is tailor-made for sleeve-facing, which, uh, as you may know, involves holding an album cover in front of your actual face so that you seem to blend in with it. 
Try it if you haven't. It's fun. So let's see how many. We're talking about 52 votes for the river uh, to finish number eight. Okay, number seven. So we're standing on her front lawn. Just a twirling her baton. Me and her went for rats and Nebraska, featuring David Michael Kennedy's shot of a dusty, abandoned highway, which arguably, I would say, this may be Springsteen's best in terms of telegraphing through the cover what is actually inside the album. I mean, this feels like one of those four-track songs come to life. You could easily see any number of the characters Bruce is singing about on this album behind the wheel of the car, you know, through, through whose windshield that cover image was taken. And it was enough to get seventh place for Nebraska with 78 people choosing it as their favorite. Okay, number six. I got one last thing to say. One last thing. Miami Steve, please. Not a studio album, but Bruce's first live album, live in 1975 to 85. Uh, that was the five LP, you'll recall, if you got it at the time, in album form, and featured a cover photo by Neil Preston, with Springsteen sort of marching past the footlights there with his guitar out, sort of like some concert warrior, you know, a very, a very imposing cover image that it's hard to argue that that was not a, a terrific choice for that cover, even though some people quibble with the choices of songs included inside. The cover definitely stands the test of time, and it got 116 votes uh, to earn sixth place. Okay, we're headed into the top five. Johnny works in a factory And Billy Maybe a little bit of a surprise, just because it's not what you call a proper release. It was a compilation of outtakes and alternate versions from the Darkness era, released in 2010. But that cover photo, which we'd seen before, but as an album cover, particularly, again, if you could get your hands on the LP, it's from a session that Eric Miola shot with Bruce uh, in the um, Nevada desert in August of 1977. And that is some shot and you can't just order up clouds like that they you got to find them and uh they did and they got a, a terrific shot that finally got sort of its proper due on the cover of this collection and it also got 123 votes in our poll to crack the top five okay on to number four
Indians in the summer with a teenage diplomat. Greetings from Asbury Park, New Jersey, Bruce Springsteen's very first album from 1973. And I I would say it's not just one of his best album covers, but one of the best album covers ever, period. And I just love the postcard, an actual postcard that you can lift up and read the back of it. And it has the album credits there and the lyrics are under the postcard. And that could have been cheap to do, I don't think, in, in 1973. It would have been much easier to just make it a traditional sleeve, but clearly Columbia had faith in its new discovery, and uh, they probably were not thrilled at the number of copies it sold at the time, but everything worked out eventually. You'll be happy to hear. Greetings got 131 votes in our poll for fourth place. Okay, we're on to the top three. Well, they're still racing down the trestles But that blood had never burned in her veins Now here she's got a house up in fair Okay, it's not exactly what you call a flattering photo. You know, somebody give that man a comb. But uh, Darkness on the Edge of Town uh, finished number three in our poll. And again, sort of like Nebraska, Frank Stefanko's shot, in this case, of... Springsteen all disheveled and that, you know, standing next to the cheap Venetian blinds and there's the washed out wallpaper. I mean, this is a character on this album. (laughs) This is emblematic of what you're going to get when you listen. And it obviously resonated enough with people that all these years later, it was able to garner 145 votes in our poll and make it to number three. And now on to the top two. it's that butt folks the born in the usa butt that people have been talking about since the day that album was released in 1984 another annie Leibovitz photograph and probably the the album cover that is in the most households of any of bruce's albums it sold many millions of copies and again i'm going to use that word iconic It's been spoofed, parodied, used over and over again in various ways, and it really is just something that sort of stands apart in the culture beyond its existence as the cover to this particular album. And I always thought it was uh, kind of funny and maybe a little disappointing for some in the video when you, you see it acted out and Bruce turns around and it looks like he hasn't shaved in weeks and his hair's all messed up. It's like, no, just turn back around, Bruce. Leave, leave the butt in focus. Um, so this was a clear second place with 220 votes, well ahead of number three, to, to finish in our top two. But it did not finish number one, and here's what did.
born to run, and I think we all knew that this poll was really a battle for second place because we all knew what first place would be. And this classic shot by Eric Miola involving, you know, sort of a playful Springsteen, you know, leaning on, literally leaning on Clarence Clemens, who you would, you saw when you folded out the gatefold cover, just an amazing shot. And, and even, even the font, you know, sort of that crisp thin font was just the perfect um, sort of companion to that, that black and white photo and, and a change from, you know, you see early pressings of the album with a font that looked more like the river. And, and I think what they went with was, definitely the right choice and clearly you all agreed or most of you we got 596 votes for born to run that's 73 percent of our 1800 plus responses picked born to run as bruce's best album cover but who knows i'm sure there are more albums to come one is supposedly going to be on the shelves next year and maybe that one will be even better whether it is or not, you'll hear about it at Blogness on the Edge of Town. Make sure to head over there to see the full list of Bruce's albums and where they finished on our poll, along with some reader comments about what they think is his absolute worst album cover and uh, whether or not that particular album would make a good velvet painting. I think it would. Thanks for tuning in to the Bruce Springsteen Pollcast, and we'll see you next month. I'm Pete Chianka. Yeah.